Welcome to another edition of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis. And I'm David Maymoudis. And we're broadcasting here from Cape Cod. Right, so not in Seattle, but we still got all of your Sanders talk from the last two games. The San Jose game and the Philadelphia game. Both of them ending in losses for Both Sanders. Both good things to be as far away from Seattle as possible during, really. Both games, no Dempsey, no Martins. And it's not that I really object to going to CS2 play, but it's not really fair for them to have to play against an MLS team. I guess that's true. I guess they did have Frey. I guess that's true. So, after... So, I have to... First, I have to bring up... Well, when you go to S2, you have to think... Because of how many players the Sounders are, we're taking the players who usually do well and S2 uses, like Darwin Jones, and we're taking them. So S2, well, they're still in first right now in USL, but... But they must be calling up a bunch of S3 players? Sounders U23? Yeah, from, U18s. The, from the, the, the home homegrown area. But, yeah. I mean... I mean it's tough. And then it will be even harder for the Sounders because Gold Cup roster, that just came out, and MC's able to go. And because of that, he'll miss the next seven games for the Sounders because of Gold Cup. And Brad Evans will be gone on the Gold Cup as well? Brad Evans will be gone. He, I, I don't expect him to play much, but but uh, we'll see. But it's, it's good for him. That he's, he's gone. Right, but it seems that forward where the Sounders are uh, missing the most people, luckily they did have a, a new 6-3, 6-4 striker to play uh, at the end of the game yesterday when they were trying to score some goals. That's right, and I think Chad Marshall actually played well. I would be fine if he starts forward. I that he's not going to, but I would find that fun, funny. Yep. Uh, I don't know if he could play a whole game there. I don't know if he's prepared to do that much running. But in Philadelphia, for the last, uh, what did, what was it, 10 minutes that Darwin Jones was in the game, he looked good. And he almost broke through. He had one that went uh, on the side netting, uh, but troubled Silvestre, the third string keeper for the Union, uh, who's, who's been looking pretty well, and they have only won when when he has had a shutout. So, right? Did we get a single shot on goal yesterday? He had to make one save. Okay, I believe. I did, but that was that was it. So, but what do you think? Are you looking be, forward to Jones and Marshall as the forward pairing? I would be fine with that, but I think Nago and and uh, Darwin Jones, if they play up top. Against the Timbers, I think that would be good. Nago can play just a little bit under Jones, and Jones is a little bit faster and younger than Nago. And I think, I mean, Nago's still fast, but Darren Jones, he he can really get on those balls. So I think if he starts the game, I I would not have no problem with it. And I think that's a really good uh, <coughs> idea from Schmid. So okay. what do you think of the 4-5-1 Schmidt has been playing? Would you rather see him go back to a 4-4-2? I would like the 4-4-2. I mean, it's, the midfield has been good, 
But uh, I think the four four two works better for this team, and I think um, <coughs> Jimmy Ackford had a very good game for for starting today. Uh, and then and Zach Scott, he played well after going out in San Jose. But uh, I think good, and I think Gonzalo Pineda, uh, I think he'll be ready for the next game. And we'll just hope Chad Barrett, I mean, he's making a fast recovery, so he might be on the bench, but I don't see him starting yeah, at all. Marco Papa looked good yesterday after looking yep. very tired in Seattle. Yeah, he, he was he was good. He, was, he had just gotten back from Guatemala in the San Jose game, but... Yesterday he was he was good. He was our playmaker in the middle. Right. Okay, so let's talk the San Jose game. Two zero. Son and Ayasi, the old sounder, he got the first goal, and then Martias Perez Garcia practiced saying his name because okay. and, and both of these got nominated for goal of the week. And to be fair, Stephen Fry could not do much about it. They were both good shots and Can't bad really blame defending. Him for any of the three goals this week. They were bad defending, and and well, and then CJ Chapon in the Philadelphia game, good and and he's been looking good and he's been on the bench a lot, but he is proving himself very very well. So other games, very very busy Wednesday. Columbus, New England was one of the games. 2-1, Columbus wins it after New England scored first. And then Kai Kamara got two more goals to break a six-game winless streak for the crew. And Kai Kamara, he's still leading in goal scoring. I believe he has 14 now. He might only have 12. It's a little unfair with Dempsey and and Martin's out. So True, should, but, you know, but he's Kai good, and, for a while, and his I? goals have looked great. So, I, I be, but uh, dude, I'm I'm fine with him winning, him winning the Golden Boot or whatever it's called in MLS. If uh, if it's not Dempsey, I, I just I mean, I I just don't want Dom Dwyer. I mean, I, I've started to like him a little bit more uh, now now that he's with Sin with Sidney LaRue, but I still find him annoying and SKC annoying. Okay. Uh, and, I mean, and, okay, so let's talk the first rivalry weekend game. That was Toronto-Montreal. Montreal scored first in that game. And then, and then Toronto was the first game that the three stars, Michael Bradley, Sebastian Javinko and Josie Altidore score all He's scored goal, in yeah. the game, and and I I mean I still don't think Michael Bradley is that good, but he but it was a good goal. It was good. It was a good cutback from Javinko. One of the easier goals Michael Bradley will score. Yeah, definitely, and I I think but that pass that Michael Bradley gave to Altidore and Altidore's goal and. I mean, I thought out the door should have gone in closer, but that was a great strike from out the door. And I think if there was pass of the week, that wins. That was a great, phenomenal pass. Uh, that and that game, and I mean, that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal from Toronto to come back in front of their home fans. And then, do you think that Javinko, do you think that's a penalty? 
He goes. Do you think he goes down easy, or or do you think a man gets him? I I think he gets him. It was hard for me to tell from that camera angle whether he was really brought down or just looking for contact. I think that's a penalty. I don't think the LA Galaxy, the LA Galaxy, who got the penalty thanks to Sebastian the Jet. Uh, I don't think that's a penalty. Okay. I I think from the refs saying angle, it is a penalty. But I think that's partially because of Sebastian the Jet. But besides that, I it's not a penalty. Okay. So for and for the second time in a row, and last week against Philadelphia for the LA Galaxy, it was the first ever time that five different scorers had scored, and that's what happened today. But I mean, I want to hear what you think about the free kick because that wall that they set up was not good. What do, you, what do you think about that wall? For the final goal? Yeah, for the final goal. I thought the ball, had, the, ball, the ball had a lot of spin on it, so I think he actually kicked the ball very wide, and it spun back towards the goal. So I don't think you can really blame that on the wall. I think, I think that it was just a, a lucky bounce that he's not going to be able to repair. I think you can blame the wall on this, because when, you, when there's a wall, you want to make sure that the last man is in front of the post of the goal. So that can't, re- so that happen. so that can't happen easily. So if you look, I think so, they did have so, the post covered. The ball just had so much No, 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 no. He is not close to the ball. So they okay, can so either go fault, up or, the or over the wall. Is that the keeper's fault? The keeper positions the wall. Yes, it is the keeper. It is okay. partially, I mean, there should be just another man in the wall. Or... It's the keeper's fault for not telling them to move. Because they can either go up or over. They, if they hit it really hard, it's either going to go at the wall or they're going to get lucky. It's going to deflect it and it might go in. So again, I'd, or like, to, I'd like to see they go replay. the other way on the wall right. and Corze is there and he makes the save. I'd like to see another That's replay of it. What the but I really, got, I really had the impression that that ball was aimed 15 feet wide of the goal and it hit and spun at a ridiculous break angle and snuck in at the, at the post. So I think it was just a very interesting strike that somebody managed to do. Maybe that's a purposeful technique to get a lot of spin, side spin. I don't. I think it was good of Villarreal to shoot that and notice that the Portland Timbers made a mistake. Okay, so you think the wall was just in the wrong place. And I think that is why the game ended 5-0. Okay. Because if you Otherwise, ask me, that was a boring goal. Okay. That was a boring goal. Well, anyway, once it's already 4-0, nobody much cares about the fifth goal. Okay, well, anyway, there was a red card and there was a yellow card in this one. And it was for one challenge. Liam Ridgewell comes in. He has a stud showing. It checks all the boxes of what a red card is. And that is a red card. It was a little, I mean, it was I nice think to some see the referee say, consulting with the assistant referee. And I, I like impression. that. I like when the ref did it. Good from Ted Uncle to do that. But, uh... Uh, I I think I agree with the call. And then by Adam Gordon, that was just dumb. He really could have avoided that yellow card. And I I see he kind of lost his temper, but come on, don't push someone. Just don't do it. Okay, the other games uh, yesterday were the D.C. United-Chicago. And D.C. United, they won that one, 1-0. And because of that win for DC United, they're now a full 10 points 
ahead of New England. Because New England lost their game against Columbus Crew, it really opens the door for a lot of a lot of uh, Eastern Conference teams uh, to make a run for second. And I mean Montreal, they they have only because of Concacaf, they are behind in playing goals. They've only played thirteen games, and they have seventeen points. And that is that is only seven. Eight point, wait, seven points, uh, behind. Yep. So out of five games yeah, in the so, end. I mean, they really can make a run for second if New England continues to not play this well. And uh, speaking of making a run for second, the Seattle Sounders find themselves in second in the Sporting Shield standings, still in first, tied with Vancouver Whitecaps in the West. But they're not going to stay there for long unless they keep unless they keep winning. Exactly, and LA Galaxy have played nineteen games, and they have one point less. So they really, if they want to keep that lead on the Galaxy, they just got to start winning. And I mean, Steven Gerrard's going to come in soon, so it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting if they can keep this up, especially with Dempsey and Martins and Hope and uh, them not being there. Hopefully, Chad, and I mean, I, I mean, hopefully we'll get Chad Marshall back soon. So the other games are Orlando hosting Colorado, and they won 2-0 at home. Kaká getting on the board. And then the New York Red Bulls versus Real Salt Lake. And New York Red Bulls, they get a big goal because they've not been looking that well. And they win their game 1-0. And, and RSL just... They're not having a good season. I mean, they have the players, but it's just... And they did beat, some, they did beat us, too. Yes, but, but it's... Hopefully that may be the high point of their season. But, it, yeah, exactly, because it, it's not looking good for them. I mean, they've... I mean, they just haven't been looking good. I mean, they have players, but Colorado, who... I mean, I would say Rio Salt Lake has better players than Colorado, but... I mean, Real Salt Lake and Colorado tied. And Colorado has been playing much better soccer than RSL. But, I mean, both New York Red Bulls and RSL not doing that well. But, I mean, I mean, I mean, the New York Red Bulls Definitely looked like the better team in this one. But I have to say, BWP, he has not been the same this season than last year. And it's and some people would say that's just because of Thierry Henry. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, he just has played so differently. And I think the Red Bulls have different players and better players than last year. It's one dude. And I mean, sir... Henri is good, but they should be. But when you have Sasha Creston and Lloyd Sands, we're looking this year, and Dash McCarty, and Luis Robles, I mean, he, so you think he's it's been probably good. Like Phillips's problem? Yeah. I yeah. mean, last week he had two two penalty saves from David Alstead. And he put them right to the left, and he made them easy to save. So let's look ahead to the rivalry weekend. Yes, the two. Now, the first game on Unimas is the Dallas-Houston 
match, and I think we have to give this to Dallas because Dallas has been looking a lot better than Houston. Okay. Plus, Kubo Torres coming in soon, but not yet. But uh, who do you think? I have no opinion about that. What, what do you think the score is here? 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm going to say Dallas 2-1. Okay. We'll say Will Bruin gets a goal. And uh, Femian Castillo, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get the 2 She's still been looking good. I wouldn't be surprised. If you ask me, he really deserves to be on the all-star team lineup because he has been looking phenomenal. But, uh, okay, the other game, Sunday, New York City versus New York Red Bulls. Now, the last time they meet at Red, at Red Bull Arena, the New York Red Bulls won it 2-1. to one in New York, And this time they had the Yankee Stadium. But, if you had told me that... Last um, after that game, that when they come here, the New York New York City FC would be doing have, doing better than the Red Bulls. I would have not believed you, but right now, the New York City FC have made a huge season turnaround, and this is good because it's right around when it comes to the Galaxy, right right at half se- season, but. This, but this is New York City's game. I think they're going to win this like 4-0. Okay. Because they are a different team than at their last meeting. I'll go for 2-0. 4-0 seems a little bit crazy. Okay. What so, do you think about Portland, Portland Seattle? Portland Sounders. Of course, Liam Ridgewood suspended, and I think that is a big plus for the Sounders. So last game, the Sounders had four of their 11 usual starters. How many will they have this time? I think Tyrone Mears will be back, and I think my, and Marshall will be back uh, at defense, uh, sadly not at forward. And I think and if they play four four two, which I hope they do, we'll have Tomas, Papa, Pineda, and Rose. Sorry, Zira. And then we put Jones and Nigo at top. So he asked me. I think we should take. I think we'll take this. And Portland, okay. they, I mean, I mean they'll probably want to recover so. against the Galaxy, but we'll have to see. They are very, very good when it comes to the home match. Now, there is one more game. So what are you predicting the score for Seattle? I'm going to say 2-0 Sounders. With goals from Chad Marshall and? I'm going to say Tomas. Okay. Oh, he has a good left foot. Uh, okay. Then uh, the other rivalry rematch is the California Classico, San Jose and LA Galaxy. What do you think the score is here? This game is in San Jose, and then this way, and then next Wednesday they play in LA at, for the Open Cup. And okay. Bruce Arena complaining about the schedule, but I like this. I like where I, I think it's funny, and I, I like when they when scheduling it ends up like this. Yeah, it's a little sad that when I'm just hoping the game just results in a lot of injuries and red cards. That's probably a little unfair for me to think. But what do you expect the score to be? Do you think San Jose or are you mad? Um, I would say the Galaxy have been looking very strong, so I'm going to say 2-1 Galaxy. I think the game is going to be a high-scoring game, and it's going to tie 3-3. Three to three. Okay. So, because San Jose, they've been looking sharp. They look good against the Sounders, and so have the Galaxy. And, um... I'm, I'm expecting good things. So, let's change topics a little bit 
and talking about the Women's World Cup, who won their game against Colombia yep, so 2-0. They're still winning, but hardly looking commanding. No 10-1 victories from the U.S. team so far. And Ashley Morgan got taken down by the keeper, and some people always wonder why national teams bother to bring three keepers <laughs> to World Cups, and the third keeper... Well, Nick Romano, he didn't play at all, which wasn't surprising. And the third keeper never expects to play, so that was a that was a surprise. And you come in, and the first thing you gotta do is you gotta save a penalty. Well, you didn't actually have to save a penalty because yeah, that's nice I'll be one back to be nice and just put it a little bit to the left of the post. I mean, a lot to the pitch because it was a bad miss. And you can see by the way she runs up to it that she was going to miss it. Because it was a badly run and a badly taken penalty. So this game on Friday should be a little harder than the previous game. And and I mean, I I don't think so. Uh, But they're playing China. They're playing China. And I mean, China, uh, uh, they've been looking, they, they, first time in the the, uh, quarterfinals. I, I believe, uh, since a long time, and I think this would be a much easier game than the Columbia game. Okay, well, let's and hope then, the U.S. looks strong. They have to do it without Megan Rubino. And uh, yeah, and hope and and I think it will be fine. I think we have to. They have the players to to go through that. Well, I mean, we brought great midfielders who definitely are. Are great, but no one really can replace Megan Rapino. Now I have to I have to say now, this round seems easy, but after that we're either playing Germany or France, and we struggled with both of them in friendlies. So that one I think can be more tough. Yes, let's just say I'm expecting that. I mean, I expect the winner of this World Cup to either be U.S., Germany, or Japan, and I don't want it. And I mean. We have to root for the U.S. and I don't want Japan to win back to back because that would just be annoying. Okay, so we'll see what happens. See, so, so we will be back after the game on on Sunday. That game is at 7 p.m. Eastern. Fox Sports One will be watching it. That's our time have here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Scarves Up. We will see you next time. Thank you.